we started? Yeah. Oh, are we live? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're so. just going to let the countdown go. Okay, there's not going to be like a pop-up. We're already here. But in case we're not, sometimes it takes a few seconds, depending on where it is. But we'll go with that now. Hey, and good evening, everybody. It is Thursday, April 15th, 2021. Uh, we just finished the 21st episode of BB Can 9, which is Big Brother Canada 9. Uh, as we finish up week seven of this season, uh, and our coverage here of that said week here on um, Big Bro- uh, here on Super Mater Brothers podcasting, it's always a bit late here, you know, with these nine o'clock airings. I liked it when it was eight o'clock, and then we came on at nine. But here we are, around uh, ten twenty Eastern, uh, here to cover this episode. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson. Jamil, he did it. Ke- <laughs> come on, okay, come on, Kiefer survived this um, eviction. We, we wrote his obituary. It was published. His grave was dug. He was already in it. He was good. He told, he was, I was, it's okay, man. I was going to win the game. I get it. You had to. You had to put me up. And he, 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 I didn't. Uh, this he, is he the was dumbest thing ever. Like, I've never seen someone backpedal so quickly in, against their own self interest, right? It's, uh, there's, there's no way. Like, when, <laughs> when yesterday's episode aired at that time the information i had was the dude was dead a dead man walking and to 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 hear and see what transpired over that time period is ridiculous so how, okay ridiculous. from the time that he was nominated to the time of you know dead. tonight he was no, like how was, many days were we talking about here like at least two right two to three um i believe it was yeah, about a, a day and change, a day and change from right. when it was. But that, it it, it gets summed days. up in maybe like twenty minutes of footage, maybe here, probably a lot less. But, you, but like how quickly it turned in the episode was how quickly it turned in the, on the feeds. It was like right. no, no. Are they are they serious? Are they literally gonna take these? Like take him? And it's like, like. We're going to break it down in terms of like the different elements, but like there's certain people I think are justifiably should be angry. And there's some people who I expected a little bit. I expect a little bit more, honestly, like um, I was kind of disappointed in some some things. So we're going to break yeah. it down. I, I was I was mostly disappointed in uh, not Kiefer or like okay, Jedson and Ty, whatever. OK, like these guys, what? These are these are guys, but like uh, Kiefer's uh, blockmate here in <laughs> Tina, I thought it was very weak, uh, Jamil. And um, Does she I care I, to be in the show. She didn't even. I think she was done. I think she was ready to kind of go and do her jury house thing. I think she kind of figured out she wasn't going to win this or even second place. That it was if it was not this week. It was going to be in two weeks or something like that, where she might get third place if she's lucky uh she i felt like she threw in the towel here maybe not you know or maybe she just was unwilling to kind of go cutthroat but i kind of just want to go quickly into our draft because as you know we have a group of eight well as you know but the, the listeners don't know we have a group of eight people that are in like this draft where we uh, all uh, you know pick the players actually it was only seven this time because daryl doesn't participate in the canadian version um because he doesn't get it here so we're gonna we're gonna cross tina off our list tonight tina thistle from New Paradise, Newfoundland. Um, now the actually she's the yeah the third jury member uh, evicted here on day forty six seventh place. What what happened to Tina? Why what why did she lose, Jamil? Um, 
she didn't fight. Honestly, it felt like that. It, it felt like she didn't fight. Like, maybe she got a little too comfortable in terms of her position that uh, it looked like she was kind of sitting pretty. Um, maybe the fact that if you didn't have to fight or there isn't a perceived element of, uh, of um, struggle or strife that you become too easygoing, you, you, your knees get a little too wobbly, your back, you know, the aches yeah. and pains and the, you get a little stiff and when it's time to start running, uh, you can't move. Well, yeah, yeah. I I think that um, she just there was no there was no good reasons for them to keep her either. Like there was no strong reason. It was she was kind of expendable at the end of the day yeah. uh, to the people who were calling the shots here. Except you know Beth and Beth was kind of left out of this. But just to uh, my brother Jeff, uh, the uh, co-founder of Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, uh, crossed off this board completely. He he doesn't really care much for this season, so uh, he's he will not care about this. This will not. He's not he devastated. Like he's the only person with three per people. Yeah, he, he also had Ethan, who was who was kicked out before the season even started, and then was replaced with Kyle, who was then voted out fairly early in the game. So J Jeff's Jeff's draft here was exactly what it should be. But okay, <laughs> if you look here at my draft, uh, and you'll see, like, yeah, like Tina was seventh. Uh, the only person from well, Kiefer, you know, was a, was picked fourth by Jane. I took Tashawn before Kiefer. I could have had Kiefer. I said no, give me Tashawn. Uh, that was quite that's questionable, I think. Um, Jamil, you're out, you've been out of this for a few weeks, but we saw your you know, a couple of your players. We saw Julie was back, you know, the, tonight, at least in voice. Um, and you know, and, and Beth here and some of these other players, but Tara, let's go, let's talk about Tara, Jamil. Uh, Tara is <laughs> so the new HOH. She went, uh, well, she didn't go flawless in the competition, but the one she got wrong, everybody got wrong in Keep that. I'm, I'm without a doubt. I believe Kiefer threw it. Why would he throw it? What, but why not throw it at the end when he knows like Tara hasn't won it or something like that? Well, well, doesn't want to be sketch. <laughs> it totally sketch. Sketch. He was saying as one of the arguments about how he did so well in the memory challenge was saying that it wasn't that he knew all the answers. It's just that all the questions were things that he knew. Right. It wasn't. It was like. And I think they refer to it as a slumdog millionaire, where it's just happenstance that he knew the answers, not that he his studying has paid off, right? Yeah. Okay. And, well, I don't want to. I don't want to get all into. Like, we'll talk about the Terra Hoh and what that's going to look like, and whether or not Kiefer threw this. But um, there's a lot of there was a lot to unpack here in this episode tonight. Um, first of all, like. I, and granted, every you know everyone has the freedom to wear whatever they want and should feel good about whatever they want and all these things. But with that said, Jamil, this dress that that Arissa Cox was wearing tonight was not my favorite. I just gotta say, <laughs> Wait, okay, you, you hate it more than the black and the um, what was the one? It was this the is, um, there was another one you hated. Um, you hated it as well. This one this, beats it. This one was not my fave. I'm gonna just say. What part of it don't you like? The colors? The it's cut? the shoulders with these poofy shoulders. It's this pattern that looks like, um, I don't know, like just like 90s wallpaper sort of thing. Or like, uh, you know, like a, um, just, I don't know. Not like, hey, you know, and I'm no, I'm no fashion critic, but maybe I am. Maybe <laughs> I am now. So I'm just saying it was, it was not, so if, like it was like on the Oscars. Uniform. It was on the red carpet. I would be like, no. You would do, say the same thing. 
You would just yeah. you'd call it out. Are you, do you disagree? Are you, were you, were you, were you, were you... I, that one? I don't have an emotional investment either way. It, it's, it's fine. I think I, I've I disliked other things that she's worn, but I think whenever you have to wear like a different outfit every single episode, you kind of run into the situations where not all of them are winners. And oh, oh, for in sure, comparison to like the Chen bot, which majority of the time she's wearing very un inspired clothing and then i i, like, I would what? say julie i'm usually a fan of what julie chen's wearing but in, or in most of the time with the rest of two but sometimes there's these misfires and i go oh that was not good tonight julie and this and, one was one of them and yeah and sometimes with arissa same thing this was one of them for me i was like uh not for not for eviction night this is not an eviction night quality dress you know this is maybe a monday night dress i'd say um <laughs> If we're going, if we're going to sign it, you know, I, I feel like you got to come, like you know, with, ready to go on Thursdays. This is eviction night. This is when things happen. This is when the the process changes over. The power shifts, and we can look ahead. But just talking about this whole episode tonight, too. Um, we talked about Kiefer. We talked about his not his his thing. Uh, there was also this this uh, big conversation with Ty, Ty and Brayden. They were talking about representation, diversity, um, the five uh, black house guests, uh, the fact that George Floyd's murder uh, about a year ago, and the, that's actually happening right. That trial for that's happening right now. Uh, it, it his, but his death may give well, this. This was their words saying a chance to start a movement to relieve systemic racism. Um, so I don't, Jamil. I, I'm going to turn it to you. <laughs> Why? Why would you want my point of view on this? I, 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 I no, no particular reason. <laughs> joking. Um, I, I, I understand why they put this in. Um, it's not like they were saying anything that is controversial or anything that um, hasn't been said before. Um, but the only thing I can think of is, um, I'm like, where's Kiefer in this conversation? Because when we're talking about in Canada specifically, a very extremely underrepresented um, race or um, or um, or culture ethnic group, is yeah. ethnic group. Yes, is um, our um, a native um, um, native in, um, individuals mm -hmm. by indigenous uh, peoples of Canada. Uh, uh, indigenous women are uh, uh, targets of. Uh, of uh, violence and dis uh, discrimination. Um, indigenous peoples' uh, uh, areas are underfunded and uh, uh, access to proper uh, drinking water. Um, um, situations with the police are more often deadly than anything. So <laughs> I, 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 I absolutely hear what uh, Jed, oh, sorry, it was Ty and Brayden were talking about. Right. But at the same time, um, you finally have an indigenous person on the show. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Um, it's pretty bad out there for um, um, us uh, black folks as a whole, right? In, in North America, to say in general. But like, to tell you how bad it is, I would never give up. <laughs> being black to be indigenous right? right in terms of the struggles that their culture and society has faced right 
it is bad right yeah and that needs right. to change and the fact that constantly like um i i love it when i see that um a lot of these movements like even george uh, uh floyd's um uh death and uh broadcast execution um use um one can say mm -hmm. um has um had groups join together because a lot of their causes are all aligned and a lot of the issues are 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 kind of uh, in the the diagram kind of overlap but once again representation matters and key for being there is a huge one across canada right because when we're talking about like indigenous uh, representation on television he was talking about the the rapper and the drug dealer right uh indigenous people what is it like north of 40 so always on the res you don't really see them with the occupation or uh the only other representation i can think of in popular culture for indigenous people is they're running a casino of some sort yeah it, it's not too great um <laughs> you know I, I don't, i'm I, sorry for the rent i'm sorry for the no rent. oh you know, yeah no i, I well that, that's interesting because like um there's been a few segments like this throughout the season where they've they've wanted to like kind of uh focus on the fact that this is a very diverse cast and and that several members of this cast are incredibly happy about that or like are thrilled to be part of this because it is it is kind of a it's very different you know like it, the traditional model uh has been in the past it's more proportional to rep like the population maybe if you will is that's always been my perception of it like you know if 20 percent of the population's black then about 20 percent or less maybe of the of the cast would be black right but that's in this case it's not that and uh i think that having diversity on numerous levels is beneficial to all uh, members of said group whether that be you know a workplace, whether that be um, you know any kind of team, or you know you're part of like sports, whatever in life, you're going you're going to learn from each other because of all your shared experiences and and not um, you know things you're able to sort of learn from each other. So I, I I'm all for it. I didn't really take from it like okay they're leaving Kiefer out of this equation, but you know it's a fair point like that it is. I didn't, a, it, I didn't mean thing. like they were leaving him out. I was like, how awesome would it have been? if he was in that conversation and was able to provide um, a, a point of view and message that I think has not gotten its fair time in the sun, um, especially for um, uh, uh, peoples that have been extremely poorly um, treated in Canada um, and, you know, face struggles, I think even more so than, than many of the, um, a black community right yeah um, well i think it, i think you're, you're absolutely right to point that out because like the the issues with our first nations in canada are ongoing this has been going on for uh, some time it's going to be going on for the foreseeable future there's real problems and issues uh and, and it's a very small population you know uh, purport you know like in in compared to like the, the entirety of canada so it, it gets less attention than it deserves often right and there's but it's extremely important to um uh you know i think that Kiefer's role and uh, you know on this in this cast and uh sort of representing his community is incredibly important 
and and it's it's everything you know i think you, you tina you know she's lgbtq there's a lot of yeah. different uh but also a newfoundlander and you know that comes with a whole set of things too um and and i think that everyone brings something a little bit different here i think this is a, a really fun final six you know I, like i would agree um and we're not at the end of the day at the end of the day let's 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 be real at the end of the day it, it doesn't just matter if you're this representative and you are basically a wet blanket, right? We want someone who's interesting that is going to bring some kind of a character, like a, a person. Like, it's not just... Uh, Kiefer isn't just this that we see on the screen. This is a, a, a Kiefer in a certain situation on a game show. But at the same time, it's really interesting to watch, right? Like... I can't help, like, I quote him now, like, in my daily life, you know? A man with the mullet. Uh, big uh, gullet. <laughs> big heart. Let's go. A man with the mullet. Big gullet, bigger heart. Let's go. Right, here's, the new, here's the new one from tonight. The Grim Reaper, baby. Let's go. It's like he's, he's kind of whispering it as well, even in the diary room. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> The Grim Reaper, let's go. <laughs> I can't paint my ass off and they want to keep me. Me. I can't believe this. I'm going to stay in this house and I'm going to continue to play my game. <laughs> like, <laughs> would, we, would we look back at this season and we see the interesting individuals that we had? Josh was a character. It's t uh, like, honestly, it's a shame that it was only two weeks that we got that man. Um, yeah, Kiefer, right. Victoria is, I don't know. I don't know what, how she is in her real life, but like that kind of manic energy in that house where it just seems like she'll just do anything and could try to like get away with it. It's like really interesting. I But like you see those those characters and you're like, like, man. If Tina fought too, man, if, if Tina just like like got in there and, and kind of just started because she she knows where the bodies are. Yeah. Tina knows yes. where the bodies are. And that's where I was kind of angry. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Tina was uh she did herself no favors. She had a ton of information and dirt. She's like, I don't want to campaign against Kiefer. You don't have a choice, you know. If you're here to play, you're here to play. But I feel like she just kind of she was tired. I felt like she was sort of like, ugh. I'm not like fine. if it's if it's now it's now whatever if it's this week it's this week it's it's if it's not this week it's it's in two weeks or it's it's next week but maybe not you know not Tina I you know but I I just I saw fatigue here sort of uh, play its role I do her, her exit interview was like blah there was no there was no goodbye messages honestly well well isn't the whole twist about the end part of the um, part of the whole thing. The twist? What's the twist? Did you, did you not? Okay. Um, next week is a fake double eviction. Wait, when did they say that? At the end of the episode. What do you mean? Dude, headline. Headline news. There's a what, fake breaking double news? eviction. Yes. Breaking news happening now. Oh, where's, uh, do I have a, a thing for that? Uh, I have some kind of. Uh... Breaking news. Ooh. Breaking news. Breaking news? Okay, you're yes. saying there's a fake there's double a fake eviction. Fake double eviction, yes. Wait, is it so is it just a single eviction? Uh, well, yes, it's a single eviction, but from what I understood is that 
the person who gets voted out will fight um, to get back into the house against another person. I think either Tina or another person who is also voted out as well. So there's a buyback potential yeah, here. I, I believe so. And this is why we can't have goodbye messages. Well, only for Tina. Tina didn't get a um, goodbye messages. I don't think Victoria getting in any, but she was double eviction, right? But uh, I I believe that because it was a double eviction, they didn't show them. But usually they show them like online, like they show the goodbye messages later on, or they have like the extended. Yeah, like, sometimes they show later. Sometimes they have like a longer interview you can watch later on, things like that, and. Maybe that that maybe it was just cut for time because they had the HOH tonight too, and they wanted to get that out of the way. So um, I figure if there's interviews tomorrow with Tina, then it will isn't be. her. She's gonna be on the morning show for Global or whatever. So check that out, Tina. Gotta give. So her then it might energy. be it might be two votes, which I'm like, why are they doing it this week? Why? Why? A couple <laughs> other things. Tara's gonna put both them up. Just, there's a couple other things from this episode I want to talk about. Okay. I saw Tashawn in the ball pit sleeping on his bunk bed again. And it made me angry. I was like, this is not a punishment. This is a reward or some kind of a perk. Yeah. This is bad. This is bad. Then, okay. But more interestingly, Braden and Kiefer were, were in the dark talking and at night. And uh, uh, Kiefer spilled the tea about the sunsetters. He talked about LT being in that, uh, and he talked about how devastated he was. So, keep, so Braden now has this information. So does Tara, and so does Tara. Yeah. So, okay. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit with Tara's HOH uh, possibilities and what she's going to do here. But you know, I, I get I get going after Kiefer maybe be tempting here, but going after Kiefer is not something you need to do, to, uh, oh. Tara. I, but we'll get to that um, if that's if that's where she's headed. Um, so what, what did you, what did you think about Kiefer here? Like what, 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 um, cause so he, Kiefer he, on one hand, kind of, he, he pulled himself off the block with campaigning on the other hand. So <laughs> Kiefer was of two minds and this was still in the area of where he's like, I'm gone. So we saw a little bit of the scene yesterday where he's talking to Tina. It's like, make sure you get them. Right. He was like, his eulogy was already written and he was like down to the dumps and he was having these conversations with these individuals about like um, certain like uh, revealing details about the sunsetters and, and so and such like, but uh, I believe when he told um, Brayden, he did not say that Tina was a part of the sunsetters. Right. Right. Um, but when the worm turned, when the worm turned, like, uh, Tina was also facilitating a conversation with, with Kiefer and Tara, basically trying to explain to them that they need to work together, right? Whatever happens next week, you we, you got to work together, right? Don't just go and be the lapdog for Ty and and, and uh, Jed. Uh, it, it was it's just so interesting how things changed. Like Kiefer after his conversation with um with Jed and eventually Ty was like psyching himself up. He's like, you thought you were dead. You thought you were dead, but you're back. You're back, baby. Right. Like it was, <laughs> he, he was even psyching himself out. I, I, I think he kind of, he fell into the conversation and was able to, to switch them over. It like, I, 
if there's more to that, those conversations, um, I would love to see it because what we've seen didn't seem that intense of a campaign. It seemed like he talked to Jed, he talked to Ty, and they're like, mm, I guess so. Like they're like, well, Beska, Beska cut you too. You know that Beth will cut, Beth, you know, and they're like, oh shit, you know, like, it, like Jed and Ty, like they think they're so smart and they still they think they're these amazing players. They're they're just they're they're a couple of bozos like these two. Like, there's what, oh, what, what are we doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> Tina should like. I think if Tina campaigned, they would be like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry, Kiefer's gone, right? right. <laughs> if she just pushed a little bit. They probably would have uh, like flipped over. Like the only well, people, the only people they seem to be loyal to is each other. And even then, it seemed a little bit of wiggle room tonight. Right. Yeah. Uh, some more to unpack there. We also had this spicy pepper challenge. Weak sauce. Weak okay. sauce. The, the the hottest pepper was the habanero, which was two hundred seventy five thousand. That's not even that's hot, but like I have exclusive video of me. Doing the one chip challenge, do you know how many Scoville um, uh, marks that is? Um, is it over two hundred seventy-five thousand? It is. It is one point five million. There you go. One point. You can you can go spicy, okay? Yeah. And like, hey, let's talk about diversity. I thought I would expect like a little bit more heat tolerance, maybe uh, in this house, but no. <laughs> yeah, these people are soft. Yeah, uh, Jensen. So Jensen was was pathetic. Okay, yes. he ate a jalapeno, and he was just like, "I'm like, you are. This is not tough, man. You are you know, not. You know what kind of hot hot that is? That is like KFC hot wings, hot. It right? Like, yeah, it's a jalapeno. It, it's, 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 it's like, come on. It, it was embarrassing. I'm like, he should have asked that not to be televised, just for uh, the sake of himself. Don't, don't televise this scene. Like, just kind of just skip over the part and say I did it because. I felt bad for the man to to be embarrassed like that. Yeah, like I, yeah, he deserves it, was, it, mind you. It was bad. Like even Bath upstaged him, and then Brayden, uh, and then Brayden and, looked like he could have done like the hottest one and just kind of like blinked. Yeah, That's, he was not. He was not thrilled with having to eat uh, his pepper, which was, I think, the Hungarian pepper, if yeah. I, if I or something like that. The three, yeah, yeah, the three, and he did all of them at the same time. I yes. didn't make a stupid face and put ice over his mouth like we put on lipstick. I'm yeah. like, bro. Oh, I wish I'd when I, I wish I'd remember to go pull this clip, but uh, I had you know Tara's like, I'll shit my pants if I if I <laughs> oh, crap my pants. There was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk of crapping their pants with yes. spiciness. What uh, Tita said, it'd be it's spicy go uh, um, spicy um, going in and flaming going out. Yeah, it it was just kind of like. Okay, <laughs> guys. Like when I did the one chip challenge, I ate the chip, and then I went, um, I think a half an hour without taking anything. But like you could see the physical reaction that I had. Uh, tears started to well, and I'm, <sighs> but like I wasn't dying. Like Jed was dying, and Jed, and no, Jed, like... Jed, Jed won the award for like uh, you know just biggest re overreaction. Like <laughs> they're eating was, ice cream. <laughs> yeah, he's just like eating it by the gallon. He's like, I give me all the ice cream. I can't handle this one jalapeno in my mouth. <laughs> 
too good. Okay. Um, and then, so do you like these segments? Do you like, no, they, no, you'd no. rather this didn't exist. So okay. he, he, here's my ultimate problem. And, and, and thank you for putting those specifically. Big you're brother's welcome. supposed to be tough. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, Big brother's supposed to be tough. And throughout this season, we've got multiple slot passes week where there's no have nots. And then every couple of nights, there's some kind of food reward. And I'm tired of it. These people are getting off scot-free. I'm sorry. You're able to eat regular food. That is your advantage, right? You are in slop. I'm sorry. Every every week, there has to be someone who goes on slop, right? Ty, it's your turn. Jed, it's your turn. I believe you two haven't been on slop yet, right? They, like, people need to feel the pain. It sucks. It sucks that it drains Would the have-not competition be a good thing to bring back? Definitely. If you're gonna uh, have you know have nots, no, do it. No. no, I think it should be chosen by the HOH. I think it should be but done anonymously, can... though. No, I... the... You wouldn't automatically know after the second week who, because someone's gonna blab and say, "As HOH, I chose who the have nots are." Yeah. Okay. Maybe it does. I don't know. Like I, I don't think they. After all these seasons of Big Brother in multiple countries, I don't think they've really figured out have nots yet. Like what? What I, it really should. I be. think there needs to be have nots and food rewards. Have both. Right? I, Was I this like a food, food reward? reward? What did they get for doing this spicy pepper thing? They got a meal. They kind of showed the meal a little bit, um, but like. The, I guess it wasn't sponsored, so they didn't put that much effort into it. Yeah. But they before like... there used to be food rewards, for you to be able to get extra stuff that you might like in the house, there would be competitions where you work as a team to get these things. And some people would totally sandbag it, or they would totally go in their best interest to get things that they like. And it, it created conflict. We want conflict. That's all we want, right? And, and more situations with conflict, like if you're have-not, Right? Wouldn't you kind of, wouldn't you kind of like sandbag it? Like you don't care. You're not going to kill yourself just so that they can get a turkey or um, um, and then people's diets also come into play, where it's like they put what people like versus someone's diet, and then you have that conflict. It's like I really want peanut butter, but you know this person wants tofu. It's like I'm going to go into business for myself and accidentally get the the peanut butter versus the tofu. Right? Um, like, yeah, you're only, I like you're only those type of things, right? Like, hey, yeah, it's uh, the younger you are, I think the more likely you are to sort of like, I just need pleasure now and I need food now and whatever. And the older you are, you're like, yeah, <laughs> I look, I, I might run over someone if I can get some raisin brand, you know, mm, I love right, me some well, raisin brand, raisin brands, a whole other matter, yeah, of course. Like, you know, I, if, I if someone, if legit, if someone said you could have donuts or raisin brand, I'm fighting for donuts. I'm sorry, I'm what fighting a, for raisin bran. I love that raisin bran. What about cheese, Jamil? And what and, and Beth being cheesed. Cheese, cheese. Oh, I'll be Beth Beth laid into Ty and Jed tonight. Uh, she with, did. She did. She gave them the business, which I was like, wow. That that's like I I I applaud Beth for kind of standing up for herself because they did really do her dirty. They kind of just like totally um, you know what? They treated her like Kiefer. That's what they did. They totally <laughs> ignored what her wishes were because this was technically her move that she was kind of patting herself on the back for kind of um, instigating, right? Um, and they totally just bypassed her. I hated the fact that 
she totally uh, went against it and, you know, uh, voted for um, for Kiefer to stay. I, I, I thought, like, show some backbone and say no. Well, she could have voted and forced Jed to break the tie. And then yeah. she could have voted with Tara, rather. But, you know, I guess she decided that wasn't worth it to her. Um, you know, I she was right to be upset. I don't know if she... Like it's it's this whole thing about being allied with Ty and Jed, and this is kind of how they think, you know. It's basically win at all costs, and they, you know, uh, and they they. It seems that they're more. They were like, no, if Beth has this other move or this other resume move, I might not win. So they they still want to win. Beth still wants to win too, but but ultimately Jed and Ty are going to get their way almost every time, because they also just kind of go off and do it. <laughs> That's what they did in this case. Yeah. They just literally cut around the conversation. Like, I don't know what the timeline is exactly in terms of when they thought about each of them thought about keeping um, Kiefer, but like, like there should have been a conversation. If you guys, if it's all about the sauce, you guys should have had a conversation. I, I don't know how you can't just like, even if it's between Jed and Beth or Ty and Beth and kind of, you know, just kind of unload thoughts and your thought process around it um jeff uh beth has been extremely very clear and transparent with the conversations we're having with other people in the house and for those two to just kind of like have a conversation with Kiefer and kind of decided amongst themselves without including her that it's going to be this way all right um I, I hope she she really understands what Kiefer is kind of going through, where you felt you were close, and then all of a sudden they're doing things uh, outside of your your kind of yeah. involvement. Well, yeah, and it's undercover brothers. Your, yeah, disregard what you, uh, the value of your opinion. Yeah, the hierarchy is undercover. Bro- it's, it's it's Jetson at the top, then it's undercover brothers, then it's uh, I saw Celise uh, or the the sauce. Right, it's really what what Jetson wants. Jetson's the kind of the boss, uh, and then uh, and then the, the you know you have the final four that's Sunsetters. I guess you know Tina getting voted out here, uh, but what, it was going to be a Sunsetter either way with Tina and Kiefer up here today because they kind of put themselves in that type of position. Yeah, they were kind of like yeah, which which who was the tag along with their group um what you know and so that's how this kind of plays out um i just i i get beth but at the same time like i don't know if beth is going to be able to do much but this terra hoh is a whole new development because terra has been trying to kind of warm up to beth and i think that and that so there's a chance that beth and terra might or terra might not want to target beth specifically and so that could change the dynamics of what the next week, couple weeks yeah. are. I don't. Uh, I've, <laughs> I'm. I felt like I wish we had this um, like two weeks ago. Um, but regardless, we are here now, and like, if she gets one of them out, uh, she has a great, great, you know, conversation about winning the game. Because she's gonna tip that domino. Yeah, like, no, this is a great this is a great thing. I, I not just because I have Terra in the draft, just because I think that this is this is the kind of stuff you need to happen at this segue because you know Terra would have been the easy target this week, I think, or Braden, right? But yes. now what what does Terra do, right? And what is who does Terra target and, and how do the and how do the other players try to work around that? That's the that's always the fun part. 
Um, I don't know. There's not much else to talk here about these speeches with Tina and Kiefer. Tina's speech was nothing. Uh, she's like, now is the time to change the game. And it was, it was whatever. And then Kiefer, you, didn't, you didn't take the sound clip. You didn't find there was no meat on that bone. There was not. There was nothing. Even like Kiefer's like, I'm just a kid from the res. Got knocked down a hundred times. Let's go. You know, or whatever it was. He uh, should do one of his silent um, things. I want to hear. I want to hear that. Uh, the the one about the flower as well is great. Um, that, <laughs> yeah, it, it was fine. Uh, and so, and, and you know, they, it was a three to one vote here. Uh, Tashan voted for Blue Line. He didn't even say Tina. Yeah, Blue Line. <laughs> and Tara's the one vote to keep. Uh, you know, she's like, I'm not going to say it. She says, I. So this is, I think, well, only only second non unanimous vote. Um, you know, most of them have been unanimous this season so far. So hasn't that there was been three. I, um, maybe three. Maybe this was the third. But they have most of them have been. Latoya is one, for sure. Latoya, because um, Victoria voted for um to keep Latoya. Oh, she and there was know. the first one, I think, with Josh and Julie too. So yeah. that one wasn't either. Yeah, so there have so, been a few, but most of them, most of the time, the vote the, the when if they know whoever is going, most of the votes just fall there anyway. In this season, yeah. that has been the trend. Generally, that's not what happens here. Doesn't I don't think it's gonna matter too much for Tara because she's the HOH next. Uh however, I could have seen like Deshaun saying, Well, you were the one vote, so therefore you're our target. You know, just a lame excuse. Um I'm so happy. When I looked at the scores and I saw that it was like this a sauce was not gonna win at all. It was I think three three for for um Beth and um Ty. And then everyone else had like one point less than, um, um, than um, Tara, right? Like so, Braden had four, uh, Kiefer had four, and then um, Ty and Beth had three. And I'm like, either way, uh, like anyone outside the sauce is gonna win this yep. round. And I'm like, that yes, let's let's go, let's, let's go. go. But I didn't want Kiefer to win because I was like, no, just... I didn't want him to be in that position at all. Yeah, but I saw so he doesn't get the first question, but then he goes, he, he does pretty well. And so Jane was like, well, I think he's throwing it or how did he get that wrong? Because he's got a great memory. And I, I, I tend to agree. You know, I, I, I think that uh, he either either he just had a brain fart for this first question. He just got he, something got screwed around. He didn't hear it right. Or he did this wrong intentionally because everything we've seen from Kiefer is that he's pretty good with these memory uh things and these details um and Braden would have been great kind of to see what he would do with an hoh but tara being she's my girl i gotta go with tara uh and so she wins this uh you know on the anniversary of her brother and all well, the, things. The, technically the week of right the, the week, week of, of the the month the, the anniversary of the month and the uh and they're all these all those things so hey tara winning this uh Let's talk about that because Tina out of the game, like I think we're just like whatever. Like it, you, Tina, you had potential, yes. but you never really won anything. You never had any agency. And here, when you even when your back was against the wall, you barely fought for your life. You know, you just kind of like yawned into the, the abyss. But Tara is left here. She's lost her ally in Tina. She's all on her own. She who she's got kind of Braden, maybe kind of Kiefer, kinda, and not even really. Right, so she's been wanting to go after the boys. Does she just go for it? Sean and Jetson are her nominees. Go for it. Go, 
go, go. Because like we said, she it. has Bath she's been trying to build something with. So uh, next week, it's going to be how many votes? It's going to be what? Um, the first one to get to three? Uh, well, there will only be um, three people voting next week. Three people voting. And if you have Jed and Ty up, right, that means it would be uh, Beth, uh, Beth, uh, Braden, and Kiefer deciding. Right. So if you put up like Beth and Tashawn, what does that do? Or, uh, you know, do you, well, because everyone's going to be pretty much being the veto anyway, right? Except for yeah. Tara? Um, Except for Terry, yeah. Everyone gets to be in it anyway. So um, a lot can happen here. The veto is going to be very big. The nominees are, are, are important, but not the only thing that's important. I'm happy she's the HOH. I'm I, happy am, she... I am too. I am too. What I, will I this can... mean? Can Tara, does Tara have a chance to win this now? Yes, yes. Right? If she eliminates, like starts the, the elimination of the sauce... Definitely, she's gonna get all the credit. Will will that like meltdown she had on Jedson in that uh, veto competition or whatever it was? Will that ever will that have a lasting impact on her? Sort of as uh, you know, as somebody who can't win or somebody who's sort of like damaged goods, if you will. No, 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 nope. nope. Hey, hey, then I am happy with this result. Uh, I was just like, Tara wins. I was so happy. And they hate this being the sauce. Uh, you know, and, and it will be interesting to see, like, how does Bath behave now? <laughs> because people have been very antagonistic against Tara, um, especially with what happened last week. Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's 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 get some like people in uncomfortable spots. Are, are Jed and, and Ty and uh, Kiefer going to find a way back to a room and just go yeah 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 repetition yeah. man it's all about repetition repetition <laughs> yes yeah, all about repetition <laughs> like even when they told when they told keeper he was safe they had to do that that like celebration tonight they were like yeah 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 it was just like, like what is this final is eight it... baby final eight yeah we're, fi we're final six now aren't we final six. yeah final six final yeah. six final six <laughs> Sure. You're really, okay. You're only 14 to start. It's only one winner. One yeah. Winner. That's so that's the thing. But we'll turn on each other at the end. Yeah. It'll be such honor and all these things. It's the Canadian version. The way they like justify it is really uh, fun sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. But then I don't know what else there is to really talk about then because we kind of broke down everything in the episode. Um, we talked to. We know who the HOH is. Tina, Tina is like it's almost better she's gone, probably. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Who's okay? Let's speculate a few things too. Like who's got the best chance to win right now? Who's got the Who? hardest, the hardest road, the hardest path to win right now? Is it Braden? Uh, Braden. Is Braden yeah. got the... uh, can ba but but Beth Beth feels like a player that would have a hard time winning. Too, I don't think so. I think she can still win. Um, she still has a path, it's just a matter of will she take it. And I think that once again, that's always been the problem of when um she's gonna cut. If they're successful, um both her and um and if, uh, both her and let's say Ty, no, so her and Jed is gonna be like a John and Netta kind of situation, right? Um 
who's going to cut who? Are they going to go together? Do people, once again, the it gets muddy in terms of who did what. And, you know, it's whoever argues best, they're going to get the credit. Um, the people who are already going to be eliminated going further, what are they going to inform everyone else? It's just, uh, it's interesting. And she needs to have agency. So if she doesn't have agency, I think it's going to be di difficult. Uh, extremely right. difficult. Yeah, because like she, like her moves have been muddy, like we've talked about with Jensen and who's calling the shots and what does what what Tashan's exact level of influence has has been clear unclear too. Um, if Jensen were to like get voted out this week, this week coming somehow, you know, I think that's maybe a better path for Beth because if Beth somehow I will survive to the final two, and Jensen's gone, and let's say Tashan was gone too by then, you know, and she's sitting next to. Tara, who knows? Or is she sitting next to even Kiefer? Can she can who can knows? Beth be Kiefer? What does Kiefer end? do? Like, what did he do um to kind of earn the situation he's in? Like, it's there there's gonna be questions based upon what did you do since jury started, right? And he's gonna be have to answer that and have an, a good enough compelling answer because at a certain point, yes, you look at what happened prior to jury, but that stuff becomes less and less important as you get closer to your end destination. Right. End so game. your Jensen, end game Jensen was playing the end game, but then he decided he wasn't playing the end game. With Kiefer. <laughs> no, um, no, this is still the pregame. You're right. Kiefer. It's just, it's, it's um, not the end game. instead of the Voyager end game, he just, he, um, yes. Instead of doing the, the Babylon five episode end game, he did the Voyager. Wait, there was a Babylon five episode end game. Exactly. Hold it on, was. I have to look that up. So I do like once again, you got to fight against your your negative interests and kind of promote your best interests. And oh, I'll see with the the season four episode twenty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. It's an impressive <laughs> plug. Okay. You, you you distracted me with this impressive plug on Babylon Five. But okay, um, <laughs> you didn't think it was coming here, right? We got no, I know, no. That's on Tuesdays when we talk D Space Nine. This was a bit unorthodox. Um, yeah. It's not Avengers Endgame. It's not um, uh, Voyagers Endgame. It's Babylon 5's Endgame. Fives. That's the one where they're fighting President Morgan Clark. Spoilers. Mm -hmm. There you go. I, I I've been meaning to drop that tidbit into a conversation for a while now. Well, hey, like that's that's something. It, this is where they liberate Earth. Yeah, and Beth needs to liberate herself um, so that she can be um, free to win that Big Brother championship. So, oh, sorry, uh, Beth needs to find a way to make moves outside of Jed and Ty. This has to be a wake up call for her. One, Tara needs to like fulfill her destiny and really uh, like put this game on notice that you you came here to play. You don't want to be in jury away from your kids. You want to be making money. And if you're going to want to make money, you make money moves. And money moves is putting up Jed and Ty, right? You need to yeah. do that. Kiefer, you you can swear on anything, dude. Your your family and your, your kids understand. Like, hey, look, my parents can swear on me. And if they win... Um, a hundred grand. I'll be like, do it twice more. 
I would not care. Do what you need to do to win at the end of the day. Don't don't worry about that. Right. 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 No, no one's no one's going to be like, well, he won the wrong way. No, he won. No, he won. Right. Right? I, no one no one's going to question like uh, 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 just one more thing. How can anyone judge like Kiefer about loyalty at this point? Right. They weren't no. loyal to him. So he said what he need to to stay in the game, and he's gonna get them out. He's like, "Hey, you want me to be loyal? You shouldn't have put me on the block in the first place. You didn't put Beth on the block. You didn't put Jet on the block or Ty on the block. So I I, I understand my value. And sorry, I'm taking you out. Uh, maybe next time. <laughs> no, that'd be great if Kiefer were to stick to that. That's the whole thing with like Jed and Ty is like they had to, you know in Beth too. Like they all they they see themselves as better as better like people or something. I don't understand why. And others like play into it. Like Kiefer plays into it and kind of creates this myth around it. Right. Kiefer wants to be a part of the cool kids. And it's kind of sad when Kiefer is a lot more interesting than he doesn't need to be. They should be want to be part of him, not the other way around, but he's well, like, he, honestly, don't you find that out of those four people, I'd rather hang out with Kiefer than, <laughs> the other two because the other two seemed extremely the other three i should say are seem really dry well i just think they're they're very into themselves right and yeah. uh, you'll get you're gonna see here this week with, with even with tara being hoh and clearly like <laughs> this is the worst case scenario for them but they will try to make pitches like well you got to get up Braden and Kiefer. like that's what they're, they're gonna go they're gonna they're gonna be like if you do that it's so dumb why would you get us out we're your best bet to win tara like what <laughs> but they'll try they'll try yeah. it you final you four <laughs> final four and it's like wait weren't you just promising key for that just like five seconds ago if you're not willing to keep your word with that who says you're gonna keep your word with me and you like him better than me <laughs> right that seems like don't you remember when i took you to wendy's junior bacon cheeseburger for a junior kind of gal <laughs> <laughs> she's getting a baconator this week She's getting a full baconator. She will. She will make sure she didn't eat first. Yes, she she'll make sure. Yeah, you know, good. Our, our, after I already had dinner. Okay. Well, hey. Um, I don't know if there's anything. I I think we can wrap no. up week seven. Yeah, okay. we could wrap up week seven. Week Fake seven double eviction. Be- there at least be better be one eviction next week, because if if Tara's hoh is a non-eviction, and then we just get a whole new hoh. I don't this know. Is like but a I would week, be so angry. I would be so angry. I'd be so angry if that's the case. If the, if Tara's HOH is a, is a reset week or some kind Don't of non-week. Don't tease me. Don't tease me. That would be a friggin' travesty. Better not be. Yep, I be- agree. Better not be production bananas and all your uh, your things. This is supposed to be real. Nothing's fake. Uh, Vic, Vic, Spicy V told me so. Everything that happens is so real. Exactly. Exactly. But... You know who I want to win the veto? Who's that? Man with the mullet. The mullet. Oh, you want the, you, you need the clip? Oh, again. I want that clip. Hit me with it. A man, man with the mullet. mullet. Big gullet, mullet. bigger heart. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Or Braden wins a veto and actually wins something. And they ask him, they're like, Braden, help us. And he'll just turn to them and say, no. Lies, lies, lies. Oh my gosh. All those people that they kind of jerked around, they're, you know, keep like they keep turning to them and they get shut down each way. It'd be perfect. It'd be mwah. Mwah. No. Give me okay. week eight. I wanna see I wanna see blood. 
Which member of the trio do you want to see go the most? If if it is uh, one of them. Um honestly, Jed. Take him off the board. Yeah, me too. I'd rather see Jed go of every of the three of them. And um I'd almost I'd ri- almost rather see Ty go before uh, Beth. Yeah. Even uh, though I what? have Ty in the draft. I I I'm not Ty leaving, I think, is a more interesting thing because Ty is is a less active player. Yeah. So he's let he's let but what kind of like that final four would be insane. Would be insane. Wait, who's that in this final four? Beth, Brayden, Tara, and Kiefer. That's fine. Like <laughs> we would have never seen that like weeks ago. Weeks ago, that wasn't even like a possibility. How quickly things have turned. Just imagine if like like one after the other, after Tina goes. Each member of the Sunsetter signs um Kiefer, even Kiefer, get eliminated. And yeah, the it, final three is Brayden, Tara, and Beth. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be insane. Yeah. That would be insane. Well, what if the this, final three was like Kiefer, uh, Tara, and uh Brayden? That that's also like if all the trio somehow went in the next three evictions. Greatest alliance of all time, eh? Greatest alliance yeah. of all time. Greatest collapse of all time. And it all started <laughs> with they kept, uh, they decided to keep Kiefer. They should, like, yeah, they should have voted out Kiefer. This was they the should They should have voted out Kiefer. Yeah. Like, I, I, if you put him up, then you have to vote him out. That's yeah. my opinion here. I think that, like, they can never really trust Kiefer. Like, are they, like, Kiefer I would never, never trust this. Tr- uh, but I would never also trust them, too. You almost no, no, eliminated yeah. me. Yeah, it's all around. There's no <laughs> Trust is broken, guys. Yeah. It's done. Like, you're not, you're not going to be able to repair that as much as you yeah. say you can. Anyway. <laughs> psych, dude. Psych. <laughs> all right. Psych. Okay. Just to, uh, uh, thanks for watching, listening, and subscribing here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting as we finish this uh, seventh week of this series. Uh, we'll join you next week for week eight and Tara's HOH and this uh, fake double eviction and whatever that's going to mean. So we'll be back Monday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Also, we have other channels, including our Star Trek one, which is called uh, Live Long in Podcast. Uh, you can find those links and stuff on our different pages. Uh, check that out. On Tuesdays, we talk D Space Nine at nine. We go through every episode in order. We're in third season right now. Check that out and listen if you like the show or, if, or even if you don't and want to pick it up. Also, original series. We watch all the episodes out of order with my dad on Ted Trek Wednesdays. We had uh, Kevin Millard on last night for a special guest guest run. So check that out on Wednesdays. And then on the weekends, we do uh, Star Trek Radio Theater. We got this Sunday night, we got Jamil Robinson playing Julian Bashir in a James Bond-esque story. Michael Chan playing a Bond villain in the Captain Cisco. This is uh, Star Trek meets James Bond. I'll be playing a Klingon who's a French cigar-smoking Baccarat player. So, hey. What else could be more fun than that? And also our third channel, which is called Trivial Debates, where we do a monthly uh, game show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more. We got my son, Eamon Mater, hosting this next one. We got Adam Woodward, who's often on our Wednesday, or he's always on our Wednesday, uh, Ted Tracks. We got Jody Simpson, also from Ted Track Wednesdays and other podcasts, uh, including Trivial Debates. And my mom competing for the first time ever. She's, she's going in. She's like, what do you think about this answer? I was like, it sounds good, mom. You should argue for that. So I've been a, a kind of, that's the way of me telling you I've been a consultant. So check all those things out. We hope you like our podcasts and, uh, and thanks for listening, watching and uh, sharing and all those great things. Okay. Oh, and remember. <laughs> and remember, someone is always watching. Oh, thank you.